would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip. Whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world, as experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug by popular demand. We are bringing back the TPS reports. That's right. We better turn them in in triplicate. Did and all the other office did, uh, We talked to you about your TPS reports there, Derek. Uh, we're and... going to talk about them today. Yeah. And uh, it, so we're going Hollywood Studios. The studios. So this will be a good episode. Uh, no new Patreons this week, but we will have a fun Patreon episode. I stayed at the Great Wolf Lodge. Uh, I just literally left today. I have so many questions. And I have so many things to <laughs> say about it. So if you want to hear more about the Great Wolf Lodge, and it fascinates me, uh, you're going to have to go into that Patreon site, support the show, get the bonus shows, after shows. My daughter, who is in Walt Disney World right now, just did a uh, after or a, a bonus, bonus show, show on her of uh, Moana Journey of Water. Yeah, and I will have a... Oh, uh, Patreon Zoom for those upper tiers coming up in about a week from when this show goes live. So we're looking at the 26th of October for the Patreon Zoom. So if you're one of the top two tiers, you'll get to chat with me. October is a Doug month. It is. Yeah. Sometimes I come on, though. I have to. You do. You do. You pop in on mine. I do. Just can't avoid the fun. All right. All and right. Uh, another way you can support the show, Apple Podcasts. That's right. Leave us a Apple Podcast review. Hit the five stars. Write a little something, and we will read it on air. Eventually, we're at just over 550 reviews. Um, five stars, of course. Uh, so and like click three that. one stars. Yeah. Let's see if we get to 600 this year, folks. We can That'd do it. Awesome. We, got, we got a little time left. So Giveaway or something. If we if hit we 600, we'll... Rope drop radio prize pack. Don't even know what it would be, but it it might be you know like Derek's fourth child born. You're not having. We're not having a kid. I got things taken care of. Can't give away that. All right. Anyway. All right. On to the review. Here we go. Fun and informative weekly podcast by Princess Mal eighty eight. I think I got that one pretty good. You got it. Yeah. They capitalized letters within it. That really helps me out. Thank you, Princess Mal. All right. I listen to Derek and Doug every week. They are entertaining to listen to, but also super helpful in planning a trip. Their advice on navigating the parks is top-notch. Totally recommend this podcast to anyone planning a Disney trip or just anyone who loves Disney like I do. Thank you, Princess. Thank you. Love it. Yes. Uh, And keep leaving those awesome five-star reviews. And I actually prefer the ones where Doug cannot announce the name correctly. Well, you know, that happens. Actually, I think last week you, you had some great patron names to say to, and you I just did, did fantastic. those great. Just, so uh, yeah. keep leaving us names and we'll keep reading them. But on to the show, TPRS reports. So tip, positive, and story. Yes, we'll say a tip. We'll say something positive because we're trying to keep it more positive we these do. days. We got we to. Try, we got to be positive. And then we give a little story. Every every attraction. So we're doing attractions. Uh, Disney defines attractions as shows, rides. It's all attractions. So it is. anything listed as an attraction on the map, we will talk about today. And we're going to start on that map um, at the beginning, right where you enter the park. Hollywood Boulevard section of Hollywood Studios. And the first attraction is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. What is a tip you'd like to give for this one, Derek? A tip. This is great for young kids. They're going to love it. It's Mickey. It's Minnie. It's on a train. Uh, Yes, we all miss a great movie ride, but this has been a good addition for the younglings. Okay, so tip is take your little kids on this. Yes. All right. My tip is ask for rows seven and eight. So you can, I knew you were going to do that. So I trumpet squid, you got to see the trumpet squid. Yeah. I I was said, I knew you were going to say it. So I wasn't going to do it. 
Yes. So trumpet squid row seven and eight. And then, of course, take a picture of the trumpet squid and hashtag trumpet squid and tag us. And Uh, my daughter felt really bad because she failed uh, yesterday and Uh text me. Yep. She said, sorry, dad. She sat in the wrong row. Wrong or row. She missed yep. it. Yeah, she didn't she, ask. She, she got a picture of the trumpet She's, or the squid, but no trumpet. No trumpet. Yeah, you got yep. the trumpet squid. Spit. Trumpet squid only comes out for those that are special. Yes. So, yeah, just ask the cast member doing the seat assignments. Uh, hey, can we have row seven and eight? They'll slot you in there. So what is something positive to say about this attraction? Derek? It has got a lot of rewritability. Uh, you have different storylines. You can look around. You can follow things. It's not all about the trumpet squid, though it is no, a thing. No. It's something that you can get something unique and different on every time you ride it. Right. There's lots of storylines. Like you can watch Pluto the whole way through. There's a crab popping up. And depending on which row you're in, the story changes as you see different parts because you enter rooms earlier or later. So that's a great positive for this. So, um, my positive for this one is I love the song in this and it gave us another classic Disney attraction song. And it's, it's a, just kind of a great laid back, got that Mickey mouse ukulele vibe going to it. And I just love the song. I think it's a great addition right along the lines of great, big, beautiful tomorrow, one little spark, that sort of stuff. Um, Wishes, happily ever after do some great theme park music this one slots right in there all right what's your story derek i took calum on here i got to rope drop it with him my uh wife and other two went on rocking or something and he did not like this ride because he didn't like the electrocution little part at the end where it vibrates the seat and he still brings it up every time we go on this attraction he hates the last little part of it so oh my it scarred him for life wow what is Goofy doing in that train? I know. So we were one of the lucky few to ride on it before the shutdown of um, COVID came around. And so because of that, we got to see the pre-show in its original great state with the reveal of the theater screen thing, that effect. And so when we went back, when they first reopened it, you didn't stand in the theater, watch you just walk through, right? They weren't doing any crowds. So the theater crowding in, filling all available space didn't happen. So we had to try to explain that we took some friends on a spring break trip. We had to try to explain like how it was supposed to work. And of course we, we found a YouTube video afterwards and showed it to them and they felt really cheated out of the experience of the pre-show. It's like, a good it, one. It is cool, but I don't, it's not trip ruin type of cool, but yeah, that pre-show is neat. And, um, during COVID, like the reopening, we definitely, you missed out on that. So the ride was only open for like a week and a half before the shutdown. And, uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to go on it in its original intended glory. So there we go. All right. Moving on. So that's the only attraction on Hollywood Boulevard. That's listed as an attraction. The rest of it's dining and shopping. So we're going to go to Echo Lake. Echo Lake is just to the left of Hollywood Boulevard as you enter the park. And the first attraction listed is one of Derek's favorites. Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. Amazing stunts and movie making magic. 30 minutes long. Yeah. All right. A tip is uh, it still fills up, and so you still got to get there and get there a little early to make sure you get a decent seat because it is a big theater. Some seats are a lot better than the others, so don't think you're like, oh, the show starts at 4, we'll roam in at 4. No, you're going to want to get there a little early to get a good seat. That's a good tip. You can't slack on that. My tip is to use the app. You got to actually click on the attraction, look at the show times. A lot of people just, if you look at the map, it doesn't tell you when the show is. You got to click on it in the app to see the show times. Very important to know the show times so that you can then use Derek's tip and be a little bit early. So look at the show times. Yeah. All right, something positive. This show still slaps. Is that what the kids say these days? I don't uh, think they will now. I but... love this show, man. <laughs> it's so good. It it literally, it, it's still there. They've changed it a little bit over the years for some safety concerns. But overall, it's still what I believe Hollywood Studios was supposed to be. The interaction, learning about movies, education about the theater experience and stunts and performers. And so it is exactly what it's supposed to be for Hollywood studios. And I hope it never goes away. 
All right, that's a good positive. Um, my positive is that it's huge. Tons of people. Tons of people at this theater. So even though Derek said to get there early, there is lots of capacity. So really, if you're there at a not busy time, it's very easy to get into, but not all seats are created equal. Um, capacity, massive, massive theater. And it's kind of fun to watch something like this in person with a lot of other people and feel the energy of the audience. All right. What's a, what's a story here, Derek? Well, I've seen this show a lot of times, but I do remember the first time I saw it and with young Derek and learning what he wants to do for a living and seeing the filmmaking, the stunts. Uh, it's another part of the reason why I went down the road I did and got my broadcast production and film my, or my broadcast production degree and my film minor. And uh, it's something that every time I see that cameraman, uh, and I actually take a picture of it every time I, I'm there and I put on Insta story, like that's the job I wanted. And, and here I am working a camera for a living. So it's, it, it definitely inspired me to do what I do. Awesome. So my story goes way back. I think I was a freshman in high school, which would have made my brother a fifth grader. And we were sitting in like the third row, fourth row, way down towards the front. And they asked for volunteers before the show. And my brother raises my dad's hand. My dad was not a willing hand raiser at all. And he became one of the extras in the show. And that was pretty fantastic. Very entertaining because he wanted to be out there. Um, not at all. Not in any way, shape, and form. Normally they don't pull volunteered volunteers out of the audience. So that was uh, definitely they a knew. 90s thing. Yeah. yeah. They don't they don't do that now. I think I think the lawyers told them to stop, but uh back then they took the volunteered volunteers yep. for sure. And so that was a, a great memory of this attraction. My dad getting out there and being an extra. All right, moving along. Next up, Star Tours, the adventure continues. Feel the power of the force during a 3D motion simulated space flight. 40 inches high. Yeah, um, this is one where you're able to pick up uh, a lightning lane later. You don't need to get it number one, number two, number three. It mm -hmm. is a good one to pick up later in the day because uh, sometimes it does still pull a crowd. It can still be a 30, 40 minute wait, and that's a good time when you want to pull a lightning lane and get on it and walk right on, basically. It's got a great merge point. Right, and this is my tip is don't be afraid of a longer posted wait on this time. Sometimes they inflate it. They do. And it's air conditioning once you get inside, yeah. too. It's nice. So if the line's going inside, don't be afraid to hop in it. If it says 30, very rarely is it 30. Now, of course, you're listening, and the next time you try this, you'll be like, darn it, Doug, we waited. Long. you know. But typically, uh, my family's experience has been um, they inflate this fairly significantly, except early in the morning. This is a great third or fourth ride of the day. Absolutely. So there's my tip. All right. What about something positive about Star It's Tours? a different ride almost every single time. It's so great that they have different show scenes, uh, different bays. It's just so cool. You wonder who's going to get to be the Rebel Spy. So they've done a really great job with rewritability. And we got Grogu coming sometime. So uh, this is going to be one that I think keeps eating people for years to come. Yeah, you kind of you're back in there. You took my positive of yep. the next updates coming with Mando and Ahsoka and Grogu. So definitely excitement on the horizon for star tours. All right. What's a story. I am pretty sure you have one here. I was going to give the story about when I rode with you, uh -huh, but, uh, uh -huh. and it's a show you can listen to it, yeah. but actually I thought about this one cause it got brought up the other day. Uh, my daughter just got rebel spy and she texted me. She was all excited on this trip that she's on right now. But then my son had brought it up not too long ago when uh, it was me, Kent and Declan and Declan got rebel spy. And it was the first time like any of my children had gotten in. Kent called it. He goes, it's going to be Declan. It was Declan. And I was like, yes, rebel spy. And Declan still brings it up. He's like, well, you know, I was the rebel spy. And so I just, I love that aspect of the ride. And it, it just, it, Another thing that keeps getting played out in our family. And it's a big deal to the kids, it especially. Is. I'd be pretty pumped if I was the rebel spy. Um, my memory has to be my most recent memory, and that's you forcing me onto the ride. Force. Just, yes. I used um, the force. used the force, and we recorded it, and it was as miserable as I remember. Did not get puked on. 
You did not. I know. Bummer. You did not. So I did it for the listeners. You're welcome. Let's move on. Next attraction is Celebrity Spotlight. See Olaf from Disney's Frozen. I like a good character meet, Derek. I do. I've actually done this a few times. Uh, Here's a tip. This line actually can get a little crazy at times because people are still loving Olaf and Frozen. So if this is a must do, you know, make it earlier in the day if you need to. All right. Here's my tip. You can see the line, right? So that's one good thing. Eyeball that line. Also, if you're getting out of Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, this is right across the street. Guess what happens to the line then? Massive. It just yeah. grows. So if you know Indiana Jones is going on and it's about to end, that's probably when the line is the shortest. So there that's you go. Good. That's my All right. tip. All right. Uh, what's something positive we can say about Olaf? Olaf loves warm hugs. He was one of the first characters, you know, that he came back and, and after the pandemic, it was great. So yeah. some positive is, is he's got great interaction. It's a fun character to meet if you're kids or you like Frozen. It's definitely worth a little bit of a wait. Yeah. Here's the positive for me. If you watch the Frozen sing-along, you come out the exit, you hang a right, kind of little little jaunt and around the corner there. You get to meet Olaf. So what what better fun than watching the show and then meeting one of the stars? Yep. All right. What is a story you have about meeting Olaf? Do you have a story about meeting Olaf? I do. Olaf? actually uh, took uh, two of my kids to meet Olaf and, and seeing Callum meet Olaf. Uh, he was just so full of joy. And then even seeing my daughter who loves Frozen uh, meeting Olaf, it kind of brought that tween back into a kid again. And so Olaf has that effect on kids. Yeah. My story, probably more so like we'll be walking past and my wife will notice that there's barely a line. And then all of a sudden we're taking a hard right or left, depending on which way we're going, to meet Olaf. Um, Not high on my priority list, but she's all about those characters, folks. All right. Next up, the attraction Vacation Fun, an original animated short with Mickey and Minnie. Derek, this is going to be hard for me. I just watched it last time I was there. Okay, and tip. It's great to get out of the heat, and that's pretty much why we did it. There's my tip. No wait. There's no line. You just wait for the next thing to start. Mm -hmm. So air conditioning and no wait. That's (laughs) there's hallways like that. Anyway, so there's our tips. What is a something positive? I'm going to do my positive and story both in one. I passed out like I got a good little power nap in. Uh, I've only done this once. It was air conditioning. It was dark. My kids were able to sit and watch the whole thing. And boy, did I need that nap. So it's basically like a little bit of new material from the new style Mickey mini shorts with clips of all the other cart shorts mixed in. Right. So some of it you can watch on the resort TV over and over and over. And then there's a little tiny bit that they made new. Um, Yeah. I'm I. I took a nap. I'll go on this when like the wife and kids are riding roller coasters or something uh, just to get out of the air conditioning. I last time I pretty much the person that was in my row with me, which there was someone else like got up and walked and kind of like bumped my leg as they went past. Cause I was asleep. There you go. There, that's we made it through that one. <laughs> Not recommended. Next thing up is a big thing for the first time in forever, a frozen sing-along celebration, a flurry of stories, song, and special guests from the kingdom of Arendelle. Another tip, this one actually fills up. It's still mm-hmm. popular, You and if you want to do it, get there to get a good seat. Same thing as Indiana Jones. Yeah, you got to get there before the time, like 15 to 30 minutes pre-show time. Uh, for sure, it is air-conditioned, unlike Indiana Jones. A very nice theater. It's where they used to do... Um, uh, American Idol. American Idol. I was I wanted to say America's Got Talent, but I'm like, wrong network. So it, it's a great theater. Uh, yeah. Tip, get there early. I don't think I have another tip other than just bring your sense of wonder with yep. you. Yeah. All right. What's a what's something positive? This uh, show is hilarious. Like it mm. is not just a sing along. There's story. There's comedy. Uh, it definitely is funny. And it's not just singing, you know, frozen yeah. songs. 
So my something to piggyback on that is it's different every time because they are improv actors up there doing the show. And that's fantastic. But my positive, I remember the first time we went looking around, like uh, Claire was having the time of her life singing. She would hate that I admitted that because she was just the right age then. But like there was like small children and older children, like crying while let it go was being performed. I saw tears. Nice. Yeah. All right. What's uh? What's I, I guess crying is positive. What's a story you have? Nothing really crazy. Just uh, you know, being able to see my wife and daughter sing, who love both love Frozen with everything they got. Uh, that's always fun for me to do. In fact, mo- now usually when they're on it, I'm taking Declan because he hates Frozen. We go somewhere else. We go to Star Tours. Yeah. So I like that the last few times I've done this, it seems to de-age my daughters. Oh, it yep. rewinds the clock. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, that's what I enjoy the most there. So Frozen Sing Along, don't don't skip out on that one. All right, we're going to head to Commissary Lane. All right, so that's uh, where we got ABC Commissary and Sci-Fi. But there is an attraction. It's just one sidewalk. It's Mickey and Minnie at Red Carpet Dreams. See Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. So something uh, tip wise here. Tip. This is my favorite Mickey and he's definitely worth going and seeing. Easy tip. Make it happen. And you get both, right? Yes. Yeah. Sorcerer Mickey. I guess I'm just ruining my positive there. But so my tip is you can rope drop this. Check the hours. They don't always open at park open. Sometimes they open later. So you can do rope drop and then you can rope drop this attraction. The wait here is always stupid and annoying and hot solid 30 minutes outside once the once it gets going on um on regular park days slow days can be shorter but it's making many they draw a crowd man yep yeah so what's something positive uh this is an awesome experience this is hollywood studios mickey at hollywood studios mickey and Minnie, and it is just you get the great background it's still uh-huh. the phone lock screen that i have and now was picture taken like four years ago right it's something that we try to do on our trips, even. Yeah. Like just adult. This is a good adults only yep. Mickey and Minnie meet. Now you meet them separate, which I wish they were together. But at other times I'm glad they're separate because I they're glad very they're separate different. They have different backgrounds. Right. Because there's no Minnie that goes with Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah. Right. And I love the Sorcerer Mickey as an option. Um, you got to collect all the Mickeys. And so this is a key one. So there's something positive. All right. A story, Derek. We had a. Um... A special needs person. I don't know if they're make wish or someone special in front of us. And they had a moment with Mickey that we got to watch. And it was one of those, you know, you hug a character and they will keep hugging you until you let go. And I was a little annoyed because my kids really wanted to meet this character, Mickey. But like the, the moment she was having, I was like, okay, this is, this is for them. I'm, you know, they could have hugged for 20 minutes and I would have stayed there. It was, it was a really neat moment knowing that they were getting that magic. Nice. Yeah. We meet Mickey and Minnie here a lot. So I can't think of one particular time, but it's one of those where we're able to look back over the years and see how the kids have changed. Now this meet hasn't been there for a long, long time. But quite a few years, you know, pre-pandemic was definitely present. Been present the whole time we've been traveling together, right, Derek? So I feel like it was fairly new when Rope Drop Radio started. So mm-hmm. it's probably about the same age as Rope Drop Radio, which is a good age to be. We'll have to look that up. We will. But, you know, it's it's been fun um, to compare photos and things like that. So, all right, let's let's move along. Enough of Commissary Lane other than some good grilled cheese. All right, Grand Avenue. So Grand Avenue is Muppets Vision 3D. Experience the magic of the Muppets in this 3D extravaganza. Tip, if you love the Muppets, this is still something you got to see. Simple. Yeah, I'm going to one-up you on that. If you love okay. comedy, oh, this is something gotta... you got to see. Right. Um, my, my tip really is to look around the theater, though. Like, Oh, that's a good one. 4D, there's things that happen in the walls behind you towards the end. The grand finale is all-encompassing. Yes. Yep. I mean, positive. This thing still holds up in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the same great show when I was a kid. It's got a lot of nostalgia being able to do it again now with my kids. Uh, it, it's 
it's still fun. And I still enjoy it every time, except the four by three, like TVs are starting to annoy <laughs> me. But besides that, I, I still love the show. Yeah. Time to update the pre-show. Ahead. Yes. But uh, other than that, man, the positives of this is it's just good quality humor, mm-hmm. you know, timeless sort of stuff. Nothing that happens in it. You go like, oh, you can tell that was filmed in the early 90s. You know, like some other things you're like, how is this still playing around? You know, where this one, it's good. It it works. And I enjoy the I enjoy the quality of humor and the old guys sitting in the balcony. They're my they're my guys. Yeah, I I love those guys. Anyway, um, do you have a story, Derek? So I remember being a kid and putting my hands in front of my face with the 4D, 3D effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And now I get to see my kids do the same thing. And it just brings joy having that, uh, you know, generational moment. Derek, you can you can be honest. You're still putting your hands up to protect yourself from that pie in this. You know, yeah, probably. I do. I, I'm, I'm still I'm in <laughs> VR, so I still have some issues with things. Yeah, okay. I get it. Yeah. So uh, my story is the fact that this is one of those Disney attractions that has transcended just trips to Disney world to where it impacts our language and our daily life, because I'll say things like it's a salute to all countries, but mostly America, but I'll change it to whatever we're, you know, whatever we're talking about. Pretty sure you text with. me that like once a week, you know, and you have three minutes or, three, or whatever it is. You have, that. you have, you know, it's a grand it's a three hour show to America. Yes. You have three minutes, you know, like that sort of thing. Or you have that, a minute that's and a half. That's a lot in our group. Right. Yeah. You have a minute and a half. You know, so I uh, use those two lines from the, the grand finale with Sam Eagle frequently. Um, you know, I, I really like to do the. It's like this episode is a salute to all theme parks, but mostly Hollywood, Hollywood studios, studios. There you right? go. Yeah. We would, that should be the next title of the show. I like it. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's happening, folks. All right, enough of Grand Avenue. Let's get out of there before I talk about Pizza Rizzo. All right. Ah! ah! Check it on the board. <laughs> All right. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We got two attractions located yep. back here on Batu. In the first one listed is Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Find yourself in the middle of a battle between the First Order and the Resistance. 40 inches. Yep. So. Uh, tip, this is one we've said many times on the show. It is worth buying the individual Lightning Lane to be able yeah. to ensure that you're going to get on it. Just spend the money. Yep. It's annoying. We hate it, but we yep. got to do it. Um, my tip, uh, even though you get rushed through some things, stop and linger. When you get into the hangar after you're captured, right? You don't need to be rushed off to the right. They're going to yell at you. Move along, prisoner, right? Stay there. Take your pictures. Tell them, it's okay. I got this. We'll get over there eventually. When the next group of people show up, then you meander over there and get in line again. Take your time. Enjoy the hangar. Take all the pictures of the stormtroopers, the gigantic space wall, the TIE fighters, the... Turn around, get a picture of the transport shuttle you just got captured on. Take your time. Don't hurry through that. Let the crowd go. Let the lemmings follow. You stay put. Get your pictures. There you go. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Something positive. It is incredible. Uh, The Imagineers went above and beyond on this one. There's effects and things. Every time I ride it, I actually notice something new and different. And I'm also positive that one day they're going to fix Kylo and the guns. And Kylo I, was working on my it, last it was, time. It, nine in a row for me. I but, got uh, him last And the time. guns. I'll, they'll fix the guns the, sometime. The cannons, I'm positive that's going to yeah, happen. Okay. I think you said um, disco ball. Yeah, yep, they're, they're going to get okay. the disco treatment soon. But I got to see Kylo in September working his full magic. So there's hope. There's hope. Uh, I got the same positive here. It's awesome. It's awesome. And it's awesome. And it's full of twists and turns. And I really love the end. And one of my favorite things now about this attraction is to write it with somebody that's a Star Wars fan that hasn't been on it and it hasn't been spoiled. Because when some of the different twists and turns happen, like a lightsaber, you know, and and the escape pod. When those things happen, it's phenomenal to sit next to somebody that's never been on it. I love that part. All right. 
story? Yeah. Story. So story, uh, the first time we were able to do this as a family of five, Callum was 40 inches. I told the story on Patreon before, but there's three height checks. He gets through the first one. They have one where you get in with Ray. That's number two. And then there's a third height check before you get on the attraction, which is the dumbest height check in all of Disney property times 100 because they pull Callum aside. You know, there's stormtroopers. There's people in character. And I was really frustrated because, uh, but in the end, he ended up getting on. It took forever because he was kind of timid and crouched. And I'm like, no, stand up straight. But when he did, everyone celebrated and, and he loved the ride. And it's one of his favorite rides on property. He calls it the droid rescue ride. Nice. So, um, lots of good stories here. Ridden with lots of people had good times, especially like sometimes you interact with the other people in the interrogation room. But one time we, um, had the ride, the entire ride went down and they blamed it on Derek because they said he touched the wall. I didn't. T- I was in the middle. I Nobody touched the wall. But they were legit like, well, somebody touched the wall. And you can't touch the wall. I'm like, okay. And so every time since then when we've been on the ride together or with somebody else from that group, we're all in the interrogation room like with one finger just touch the wall. Nope, I stand in the middle. I have never touched I, the wall. Okay. I have every time right. since. I, yep. I Nope. I'm in the but middle. But they, they totally me. blamed you. Yeah. For touching the wall, like well, because I'm serious. I'm whenever I go into that attraction, I try to break one of the characters. I say something stupid. I'm like, they did it. Ask him, interrogate him. I'm innocent yeah. for the order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they blame Derek, and I think Alex and I enjoyed it the most. There you go. That uh, it was all your fault. It happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, moving along. We're still in Galaxy's Edge. Millennia Falcon Smugglers Run. See a cast. Oh, nope. You don't need to see a cast member. I'm reading the map. No, how about we just. They know what Millennium Falcon is. Well, it's 38 inches. There you go. So that's a little different. But um, their description is fly the fastest ship in the galaxy while hunting through hyperspace. Hurtling. Hurtling through hyperspace? Yeah, hurtling through hyperspace. So, Derek, what is your tip? Oh, my There's tip, a lot here. There are a lot. Of I don't tips know which here, one you're going to pick. I, that is a cool. Oh, that is a tough one. Um, I got a few, but you know, this is a good use of a lightning lane. This is a good use of a rope drop. Uh, both really good, but a, a good tip is, uh, if you don't get pilot and you really want to be a pilot, don't be afraid to ask to be a pilot and they will wait and let you go to the next one. I can't say this tip enough is be a pilot. If you want to be a pilot, just wait, you're yep. waiting one more cycle. Who cares? Also, if you want a good score, the engineer is the only one that matters. Oh, Olivia got like a 12. She just texted me. Yeah, not an engineer. No, she said the engineer was doing nothing. Yep, that's what happens. All right, um, something positive. Positive, this is my favorite ride on all of Disney property when you know everyone in the ride with you and you can yell and have fun, and it's great. I have the same positive. I can't can't come up with anything different. It's fantastic. That is perfect. All right, and um, story, Derek? The first time I rode this, it was day two, three, whatever it was when Galaxy's Edge opening, four in the morning, they're walking us back, 6 a.m. I'm the very first person on, and it was such an incredible experience being a pilot, hyperdrive. I actually teared up a little bit. Like, this is what I'd always dreamed of as a kid, and magic was truly happening. Yeah. All right, so... Story, that was your story, yep. correct? Yep. Story for me. First time I did Chewbacca mode was, was with good. Alden and oh, his friends. Yeah. We and we went on it nine times before we successfully did it. And I have learned that it really takes the cast member doing it for you to get it. Because when we did it... Showing um, the Halcyon pin really helps. Yeah. The Cal- <laughs> yeah. So it, basically the cast members were finally tired of us coming back on. Uh, this was spring break of 21 and we were just, you got off walk back on walk it, for the last two hours. The park was open. We were exhausted from trying Chewbacca mode, but once we got it, man, it was awesome. Bunch of middle school boys celebrating. All right, let's move on to toy story land. Alien swirly and saucers. 32 ASS. inches. Yeah. Take a spin with the adorable aliens from toy story. So um, a tip for this one. 
a tip is actually this line can get ridiculous. There's been many times when we've gotten out of line because it's pushed over 30, 35, the 45. It's not worth that long of a line, no. but it can get crazy. Yeah. Um, it's just maters from California venture with a roof. Yep. Yeah. So, um, a tip is Doug does not do this one. No, he doesn't. No. Have you All ever? Right. No. Cause I oh, did maters. Yeah. And okay. I was like, well, nope. So I haven't even tried it. I don't need to get sick and ruin All my right. day at Hollywood Studios. I will say positive. My kids freaking love it. All three of them love it. So if there's no way, we have to do it. But they definitely just enjoy Toy Story and they love Mater's. Something about this ride system my kids love. Hmm. My positive is it has a roof. So when it rains, it still operates. Oh, that's a good one. Which is a really good thing for that park. Yeah. Um, that went down. Oh, they'd be in trouble. All right, do you be. have any stories from this one? Callum being on it and just giggling expressively. It just it. He still does because he loves Toy Story. And so I, I love riding it with him. He just loves it so much. And he just giggles the whole time like I do on Avatar. No. Oh, yeah. That's a giggle. Genetics. Am I right? <laughs> so. All right. Uh, story. Right. We're on yep. story. So. Uh, my story with this one is on opening day of Toy Story Land. We were there crazy early. They let us in. We're in line for Slinky Dog way back because our elbows weren't sharp enough. And I actually stood in Slinky Dog line while Michelle and the kids went and rode Alien Swirly Saucer a couple times because nobody was anywhere else but in Slinky Dog's line. Like it was it was weird. That was like the only line. So they went and did that a couple times, came back. I had moved like 10 feet. So um, that is my story about Alien Swirling Saucer. So let's move on to Slinky Dog Dash. What's a tip you have for this TPS Rope drop report? it. Just rope drop it. If this is something you want to do, just get there. Get back like, there. Legit rope drop, not yes. like back of the pack back of the rope pack. drop. Yes. This, is, it, this is one that will fill up and fill up fast. If you're back of the pack rope dropping, then you all audible to... Uh, rockin or mickey and minis yes right what's your tip because i have another tip if you didn't have one um a tip for slinky dog it no you go you get genie plus like Mm. you or get a lightning lane for this one it sells out quick and then you can do it later in the day that's a good one all right what's something positive about this one Oh, it's a lot of fun. It Now it is my niece's favorite ride. She just oh, went on it uh, yesterday and she said it's her favorite attraction. So kids of all ages above the height, love it. My positive is uh, Wheezy at the end is an oh, extra something. They didn't have to add that to a roller coaster, You're right. but they did. And I appreciate that for the one time every couple of years I decide to go on this. So my today. story is when Doug and I went on this together and galaxy's edge is being built and we actually heard like people are legit getting hurt because we're staring like at galaxy's edge you're turning your neck on the turn doug and i both got off this and we were so our necks hurt we felt queasy and a little wheezy but it was Uh just like how much chiropractic care was like taken care of because people are trying to look into galaxy's edge during construction when they're on this ride yeah this was my story as well Oh, was it really? Galaxy's That's Edge. funny. <laughs> so my, there my you neck go. still hurts. Yeah. All right. Uh, last attraction in this land: Toy Story Mania. Ride this Midway style 4D shooting game. Tip. Tip is uh, this is a great one to uh, be able to do as a full family. Your kids will love it. All ages. It's Toy Story, and you know it is good use of a lightning lane as well. Yeah. Here's the tip. Be ready to compete, people. There you go. Serious business. Uh, stretch before you get in there. It Definitely hurts. stretch. Yeah. Positive. Was, this thing yeah. still holds up, man. It has been around for 14, 15 years, give or take, and it's uh, still it's still a great attraction. Yeah. Maybe even longer. It, it has. It's uh I think we're up around 13, 14 years. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it is a good attraction. Uh, you used to have to run back there and get the paper fast pass. Yep. Did that so, on our honeymoon. I remember it, that. It uh, was a wild time, but uh, it, it's a great attraction. And a positive is I beat my children every time. No, nice. they have yet to beat me. 
Ooh, there if you I'm go. actually trying to have a gun that works. The okay. Caveat. There's an asterisk always. But my story is I beat Doug one time. One time I beat Doug, and that is it. I still yep, that's the highlight, and we're we're retiring. Yeah, when know. I was I was like, I'm gonna try other targets. Yep. Right? Yeah. I was experimenting with other things. So yes, you beat me that one time. Um my story is Alex Sinek and I are pretty competitive at this and uh um, we ride together whenever we're there, we ride together and it works good to ride with somebody else. That's good. You open up certain things, your score gets higher and higher. We have tied so many times. It's, it's just weird. insane. I've seen it once, but time. it's happened multiple times where we've actually tied and it's, it's crazy. And one then we tied one time when we weren't in the same car. That's we even weirder. Same like overall vehicle. And we tied you guys, whatever it's rigged. It's definitely rigged. Sounds good. So, all right. Moving on. Animation Courtyard. This next one, Derek. Walt Disney Presents. It's got two things in it. It has the uh, gallery of exhibits, and it also has the theater. And the theater kind of sometimes shows, like, movie trailers, like extended trailers. Sometimes it shows one man's dream in there. Um, I think we can agree. The tip is air conditioning. It's slow. There's always a fun character in there. Yeah. Uh, There's a character meet. That's not on the map. There's always a character meet in there. And there were, it's great to get out of the rain. Here's my story. I met baby Groot there and it was the most fun character meet that I've ever had. In after meeting baby Groot and then not seeing him again ever. And then them never bringing, rogu in in that yep. style yep blows our minds we yep. don't understand there you go yeah starler though was uncomfortable to talk to he was like he was trying too looking. hard i don't know he's he good was, i enjoyed okay. him i don't I moving was, on I now, this is a smaller attraction all right and then um the next one is disney jr play and dance disney jr oh never heard of this one okay energy musical dancing and celebration uh here's my tip yep. Uh, kids will love it, especially what's funny is kids will, because they always bring in later characters. I've noticed like even my little bit older tweens have kind of enjoyed this and had flashbacks of their own youth when, uh, Mickey comes on stage. Yeah. That's that ship has sailed for, I know you're out of that realm. Yeah. So my, my tip is. Is there still a schedule? There's not, I don't know. I can't get yeah, this. I haven't been to there. this. Yeah, you haven't been to this for a while. Because uh, I, I used to be a puppet show. So in my mind, oh, it's that still puppet, a puppet show was show. great with Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Yeah. That was like the third iteration. I too. know. Like, yeah. The, Handy Manny was the man. That was a great I, I'm just show. ready for uh, Young Jedi Adventures to be in this. Something positive. Uh, it's interactive. Like they have the confetti thing and Mickey, and it's great for kids to get that kind of fun character time without paying for character time yeah all right there's the positive i agree any stories Uh, just i've had fun with all three of my children in there they've loved it um and and it's nothing too in particular but yeah the kids have definitely all had their time enjoying this one so my story goes way back um i mean we're talking jojo and goliath way back and uh we had done animal kingdom that day we're sitting at the resort like what should we do tonight and just eat and chill or we decided let's let's go to hollywood studios do one or two things and get out just a simple night uh sam was almost three alden had just turned one and we went to the last show we got there just in time we sat on the floor michelle and i are exhausted and the kids lit up like it was the best thing they've ever seen in their life clapping dancing there's bubbles confetti best thing ever was and it was just like puppets that we really couldn't even see because but you there's sat no on the puppets floor. there anymore so don't confuse our listeners but my story now. is yeah there was puppets and nobody knows who jojo and goliath is nope. i mean it this was though we were post bear in a big blue house that's what predated the dance show or the puppet show so okay. there you go. All right. Moving on to the last land, Derek. We're Yay. rounding it out. Sunset Boulevard Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith Blast Off in a stretch Got a good limousine. story for this one. Yeah. 48 inches. So it is. All right. What's uh, your, what's your tip? 
tip, there is a single rider line and it can sometimes actually be really good if you get there early enough in the day and you're not trying to do, you know, rope drop to single rider line. You can get on pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, another tip, not a bad lightning lane to get people. No, not at all. So there's a tip. Um, something positive. This is a roller coaster that you can find at Disney World that goes upside down. It's a lot of fun. It is, and it still holds up. That is a positive. It's a legit coaster, and you don't have many, many aggressive coasters at the Disney parks. That's universal where you see those. Um, So, yeah, positive is it's it's definitely an aggressive coaster, and it's inside, and it's dark, and it's pretty cool. All right, what's a story? My kids loved it, and getting off the ride, they ask, wow, was Aerosmith a band that Imagineers created for that attraction? And I put that on Twitter. It blew up. In fact, Len Testa actually said something about that one time when I was talking to him. So it's just like, it's one of those things that is the funniest moment that I felt like a terrible. Everyone's like, call me a bad parent on Twitter. But yes, my kids thought Aerosmith was made up by Imagineers. They were, I mean, this wasn't like last year. I mean, they're, Olivia's a tween now, but yeah, this is like like three years ago. This is still, I, yeah, it's hilarious. Yep. Um, so the last time I rode this, I lost my phone while riding and it was a early iPhone. This was a while ago, would have been 11 years ago. So lost my phone panicking. And then I think, wait, there's this thing called find my phone that I've never used. So I get on Michelle's phone and I start paying it. And so the cast members saw it lighting up. Fortunately, it landed face up. Oh, uh, nice. We we and we could you know see where it's at on the map because it we had been down the street a ways. And so I'm like, it looks like it's moving in a roller coaster still. Um, so they found it. I think it was just in the car, right? It fell out of my pocket into the vehicle, and it, I think it went around a couple times. And then they saw it light up when after people got out, and so they snagged it and they had it there waiting for me. Love it. All right. One time I lost my phone and I only had a minor stroke. There you go. Well, I'm glad it wasn't a real one. Yeah. All right. Next up. Well, we got a couple. We got three more. Okay. Well, we got to go because we have a few minutes left of the show. Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. How about that one? I don't really have any stories, positives, or tips. I've seen this so many times. Uh, Tip. Kids love it. Uh, Tip is an amazing animatronic for Lightning McQueen. Kids still love it. Uh, Positive. I think they did a really good job and some adults will like it. And there's a cool little effect on it. And here's a story. It is the longest wait I've ever done at a Walt Disney park because we waited during COVID for it. And they're only letting like four people in the theater at a time. We had nothing (laughs) else we could do because those COVID times. And so we waited over an hour with just my youngest and I, while my wife and kids did rocket and tower of terror. And yeah, longest line I've ever waited in period. All right. Speaking of tower of terror, that's next twilight zone tower of terror. 40 inches is the height requirement here. So uh, what's a tip for this one? Uh, It, the towers don't always don't the elevators don't always seem to be working at the right time. So if it is a must do worth a rope drop, because I feel yeah. like there's never all four ever working at once. Or uh, my tip would be genie plus on this. one. Absolutely. Sure. Yep. If you can get it. This is a great use of that. Uh, something positive, Derek. There is some scareness to it. And I feel like some people like that in their theme parks and they want something that make you jump would, they don't have Halloween horror nights at Disney world. So if you want something that might make you jump a little bit, this is the attraction mm-hmm. to go on. Positive. The theming, very effective. Yep. The, the boiler room basements are scary and that leads right into my story. So I'll just tell it. So okay. I took the kids, my kids were 40 inches, probably shouldn't have taken a three-year-old on it, but the, Pre-show has thunder and lightning and it's dark. Tears start then. And then we go into a basement, basically. Basements are dark and scary and make weird noises. People around me are looking at me like I'm the worst parent ever taking Sam and Alden on this. Alden was just 40 inches. I think he was three. Big mistake. But we ride it. It ends. Can we? The kids are like, can we do it again? And then when I did that with Claire, when she was three, of course, she was in tears and crying. All the people around me in line kept like telling her how much fun it was and how great it is. So one experience, the parents were judging me and making comments. The other experience that we all were a family and we got on it. And we had a great time. 
Okay. There you go. Yeah. Well, my story is when you and I did this one of the times and you made an audible noise I have never heard come out of a human being on that final Mm. drop. I am laughing like a crazy person where people around me probably have no idea why I'm laughing hysterically. Most of the time. Most of the time, Derek. And then you couldn't, like, you could not function when we got off the ride. No, I... I missed the days of just dropping once. Oh, it that dropped like nine times. It was like, Doug's on the ride. Let's go. It An extra like, couple drops. It was a lot. Like, I felt like, like I, that's why I started laughing. Cause I was like, this is more drops than we normally I have. I kind of wondered if it was malfunctioning and was ever going to end. It was a lot. It was, it was weird. It was great. Yeah. No. All right. We're going to move on from that memory. Last attraction in the park. Beauty and the Beast live on stage. A retelling. It's 25 minutes long. What's a tip? A tip is uh, it's an outdoor theater. It gets really hot. So make sure you have water and it, you know, it, it's, it's still a good show, but it can get warm in that theater. I feel like. Yeah. A tip is don't expect the whole plot of the story to be retold. I know some people get angry. Their favorite song is not in it and that sort of stuff. 25 minute show. But, not yeah. You can't a do a whole movie in 25 minutes. So expectations people. Yep. All right, what is something positive? If you love Beauty and the Beast, like my wife does, this is a great show for them to relive that kind of childhood memory of seeing that movie. That's right. Something positive is it's usually uh, easy to get into. Last minute, you can walk into it, unlike Frozen or Indiana Jones. It's it, except the very busiest times of years. It's space is available. Okay. So, uh, what's the story, Derek? I saw Lumiere fall. And I didn't know if he was ever going to get up. Like it was, he was down for a while and they kept going on with the show. And I'm like, are we going to pick him up anytime soon? Is there a show must go on? Must go on. So I was like, okay, he lives here now. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate for Lumiere. Hopefully he was okay. And then, um, I have a story we saw in our 2020 trip, Derek, uh, something that wasn't Beauty and the Beast on this stage. We got to see a Pixar Pixar symphony. Yeah, that was it awesome. It was fantastic. A Bring that up back. There, um, much more entertaining than a 25-minute retelling. So I, don't I think agree. that's really a story about the attraction, but about the theater. There you so, go. There you go. We did it. TPS reports, Hollywood Studios. That was a lot of things to get through. Wow. Good stuff. So yeah. uh, definitely want to hear from you guys. Want to hear your stories from Hollywood Studios. So follow us at Rope Drop Radio. And of course, if you want to book a trip to Hollywood Studios to try any of these things out, to make your own memories and stories and find those positives, then you're going to have to use the amazing destination specialist over at touring plans. We have a link in our show notes. It's www.touringplans.com slash rope drop. And they would love to give you a quote and get you down there. It is a great time to book right now. There's a lot of yes. deals coming out. Some other things happen. Park hoppings, back Park hoppings year. coming back. There's Dining a lot of plan. great stuff. Disney's coming back to uh, where it was before. So I'm excited about that. But yes, book a trip and then be sure to leave a review for us and then uh, help support the show over on Patreon. That shows in the or that link is in the show notes as well. And we're about to talk about some great Wolf Lodge. So if you want to hear more about that weird Disney knockoff place, listen to my show. It's coming up next. But for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.